What's up, Swags? What's up? 192. Right? Every time I like that number, it seems crazy. Yeah. Approaching that 200 mark. At some point, we just we just keep going. That's what, Man, that's what I was happens. just looking. Like, we haven't recorded a sh- Like, we haven't put a show out since like July 21st. I know. That was too long ago. It's Hoag's fault for making us do Super Flexible with him all the time and pumping out his article. I'm just going to blame him. I like the Hoag. At least uh, we, our our guest tonight doesn't have a shameless article to plug, but oh seriously, teasing. no nothing, no article to plug. We'll have to let him go. <laughs> thanks, I thanks for like coming on. <laughs> I have like six podcasts I can plug, but yes. you know, you can plug everywhere it's not good enough. I'll right, just you, I'll leave. You can <laughs> stay. You can stay. You can stay. I guess we'll allow it this one time. Next time, be prepared. Thanks but for Russ, coming on, Russ. Dynasty Outhouse. Yeah, appreciate it. Oh, I am always here for you fine gentlemen. Absolutely. And we appreciate that. And that even like that, I don't know, we bring you in like you're nothing just because we're so comfortable with you. But to anybody that doesn't know Russ or hasn't heard him on our show or any of his shows, like he's going to mention, like just an awesome dude and always there for you. Like he said that to us, but I mean, Russ is just a good dude in the community that you should definitely be following and taking advice from. So and check oh, out sucks. all the shows he's always on, not just his, but always guessing on everywhere else and taking over that shit too. It's funny how that happens though. Like I get so comfortable <clears throat> with somebody like Russ where, uh, I don't know that yeah. like, we gave you a horrible introduction to the show, but, um, you're, you're more than and just a guest. Show, like you're a huge, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I much, prefer, uh, much prefer the casual intro. So, yeah. But how's it going, Russ? No, it's going good. I, I guess as well as can be. I scarfed down my lunch because I know we had a 12 o'clock start time. So, you know, I, I went out of my way to accommodate you people. I know. He's like, I don't know if I can make it. Like, I'll see. Like, thanks for the short notice, assholes. Yeah, they asked me at like 1140 and I'm like, oh, great. Okay, hold on. You just start like pretty much called down. him. Didn't even know what I took out of the fridge. I just started eating. So Trade Addicts <laughs> Pod is where I first know your voice from. Um, we've got split takes, Dynasty Game Night. Um, I mean, that's DAP Network. I know we've got DAP. Yeah, I was trying to like uh, get your voice first. You know, Jesus, yeah, like real you do, shows. You do those so are my much, three. Though, like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, my, um, I warn everyone whenever anyone asks me to come on a show. Uh, my problem is I just talk way too much, which is why I joke that I take over every show I jump in on. I was on Dynasty Happy Hour on Sunday and pretty much left that show, saying it's mine now. Well, that's Doug's fault, though. Well, yeah, at this point, honest. I mean, before we hop into this, we're going to do some trades. But at this point, yeah. um, I don't know the percentage stake. I'll have to talk to Two Drink later. But Gabe took a big percentage of the show and took it to, like, the open bar. And Gabe, Gabe's trying to own shit, too. So we'll have to see what we can work out in the end game for you and him. Oh, Maybe some kind well, of collective bargaining or something. But No, 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 no. You have to understand, I own... I, I own the hosting duties of podcasts. The open bar owns podcasts. Right. Okay. Like they took over DLF. They took over the DAP network. Uh, I mean, they, so, yeah, in, so in just, theory, you're just another voice that works for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. And I, I welcome my open barness overlords. Like they with open arms. <laughs> yeah. I also like how Gabe 
took all of that and J Mike gets none of that. Really, <laughs> the game's doing this and Gabe's doing that. Like make him the bad guy and J Mike's just the exactly. background chilling. That's what they got to do. Like that's the perfect thing. Good cop, bad cop. I mean, that's so if we ever feel like we need to say something, we can go to J Mike, but then Gabe can just jump right in to be like, nah, man, no, shut up. Know your role. Yeah, but if, if we got Sorry. issues, it's Gabe's fault. I got it. I, I, yeah. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yes, we do have trades, and uh, are you guys finding it hard to make trades right now? Yeah. Or oh at God, least yeah. Entice people right to even want to make trades. So that's why I'm just looking at some of these, and I'm like, man, I wish I had people that were just willing this, but uh, it's kind of my fault because I'm not really willing to either. Yeah, somebody uh, had that it, question on Twitter yesterday, like, um, "What are you doing? Are you trying to make moves? Or are you sitting back and waiting?" And my response is, I mean, and, and I don't know how you guys feel about this. Um, it, it has been harder to get trades done. You still can, but we've kind of like, this is obviously uncharted territory for us. And hopefully it's something that we don't have to chart yearly. Um, next time mm-hmm. we'll be a little bit more ready for it, but I'm, I'm still trying to like feel the waters out and you know, with it being a market that we've never played in before, I'm trying to play with it and see what happens and whether it helps or hurts me in the long run, like is to be, be seen you know but i'm i'm trying little moves still to things that i i feel like maybe i need to take care of on my teams or so with yeah but you don't know what you need to take care of right so we're recording this on thursday august 6th uh right around lunchtime um i i believe i've seen correctly because it kept moving but today at like 4 p.m eastern is the last time players mm-hmm. can technically opt out for the yes. free money basically right yeah um it, will you feel better about making trade like at 401 or you're like all right sweet now i can i at least have a little bit of clarity you know what i mean do you feel like floodgates open you know tonight or into this weekend is opt out we really what people are worried about though i, yeah, I mean I what, that's just out. Too, i think you know, it's, well, that's like, another I, question too sure uh, i see me i mean you know you've mentioned the name of my podcast is trade addicts i i'm never just sitting still uh, i i'm still offering a ton though yes it is impossible to get stuff done um but no, I, I don't think it's opt out that's the issue. I just think everyone is just a terrified of making a move that, like maybe to push for this season. And if there isn't yeah. one, right? But I, I think it's just yeah. all the uncertainty right that is now. making people like maybe sure. once football starts, yeah. maybe it'll right. actually jump up. And still, it'll. I think it's going to be tougher anyway because, man, at any given notice, they can just stop. Right, and I mean, even if they don't stop it, like every after every week. You're not going to be waiting for like injury reports. You're going to be waiting for COVID reports and yep. wondering who hit the list and who's going to be the backup to said quarterback. Um, sure, but even with that, it, it, COVID is different than the opt-out, right? Like, I don't mind trading for a player and then they get COVID. I'm going to get them back in a couple of weeks. If I trade for a player today at 3.59 and at 4 o'clock on the deadline, they come out and opt out. I am effed until next year. So, yes, I am waiting until opt-out season uh, There, there over, are definitely players I that, that I have stayed away from in a like, recent startup that I'm in that I would normally be drafting, like even, even well, earlier in this season. And there are players that I'm not going after in trades right now well, for that reason, just well, because like, in my head— um, who feels safer? Like I think the players. You're not doing <clears throat> the sum, and you are for some. So why? Well, why who, aren't you he'll for feel, some who feels guys? safer? I think is a longer list for me, um, but it is still unknown. I could say who feels safer 
easily and have them, like you said, opt out because we don't really right. know what's going through every head, everybody's head. But who feels a little less safe to me is maybe players like Todd Gurley who have expressed that he's not sure. happy with with the way it currently is, you know, and we haven't out, got yeah. another <clears throat> statement from him since going to camp if, if he was one of those players that – Mm-hmm. Felt like now that I've seen the facility, like I feel better. Like Todd Gurley, somebody that anybody I did see knows a video that of him a pass from that I like a lot more on. than most <laughs> players. Like Todd Gurley's somebody that I've still kind of like. Okay, I'm backing off, you know. Like, and he was somebody that even when he first went to Atlanta, I was after. But at this point, I was like, nope. And even to the point where, how do I get rid of a few of these Todd Gurley shares that I have during this time? Um, another player like. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm trying to get out of um, for different COVID reasons would be somebody like Aaron Rodgers. And a lot of that is because like what Russ was just saying, if this season's cut short, like is this the last time we're seeing Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay and then we don't even get to see a whole season of it? So even if you thought he was going to ball out for 16, 17 games, like right. is it even going to be, is there going to be that kind of season for you sure. to take advantage of Aaron Rodgers in possibly his last season with the Packers. So it's not even like whether or not you believe in him, but then if you you think that, yes, Aaron Rodgers stays around, but he's probably going to have that change of scenery, whether he does good in it or not, and then how long he's changed it, he stays good at his age and performing with a new team. Like So Aaron Rodgers is somebody that I'm kind of, done with and staying off of not because of like how I think he would be with a full season, but because of the possibility of his season being affected by COVID and the season ending or him catching it and missing time, like at his age, like how much more am I going to get out of somebody at Aaron Rodgers' age? If something happens versus one of the younger quarterbacks we like that still has next year and years ahead of him on the same team. See, what's awesome is, uh, hilariously for me, but not for the people I trade with, the two trades I've actually pulled off recently, I traded away Damian Williams and Todd Gurley. Oh. (laughs) I I traded Damian Williams like a week before he opted out. And last week, I traded away Todd Gurley. I had no idea that he, I missed him coming out and saying he was unhappy with things. So that is a pure coincidence. Um, But I will say, if, like, you're talking about, we don't know how to trade, we don't know what to do right now, I'll, I'll at least say what I've been doing. Uh, as opposed to just saying, oh, I'm competing with this team, I'm going to go for vets, oh, I'm rebuilding with this team, I'm going to go for young people. What I mean, uh, what I've been saying, what the quote-unquote everyone has been saying, is you're going to win this year with depth. Because at the last minute, 90 minutes before a game starts, someone can be hit with that COVID tag and be out. So you're going to need depth. <coughs> so what I've been doing is with all the teams I'm competing, I've been offering two for ones, you know, giving a stud away for two smaller guys. And on the teams I'm rebuilding, I'm going for studs. I'm trying to say like, hey, let me give you these, you know, two okay guys, but give me that really good guy because, hey, man, what happens if that guy goes out? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. you need the depth, not me. I got you. So like while aiming for a specific type of player doesn't really help anyone right now, but doing those kinds of roster moves where, you know, in the back of someone's mind, if they're competing, they're going to say, I need to play safe. I need to be careful. I need more people. I need X, you know, because at least me, like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm awful at setting lineups. It's one of the worst things I do in fantasy football. So I like having starters and that's it. Like if we start right. ten, I want 
I want to know the 10 people Make I'm the starting easy. And, until bye weeks come. Right, you know? yeah. I hear yeah. Even then, I want like one person at each position as a backup. Right. You can't do that this year. So like that's what you need to know. That's what you need to realize. And I feel like that's what everyone has to be thinking right now, at least just because that's what everyone is getting beaten into their brain. Because I mean, I mean I'm part of that machine. Uh, and I think it's the truth with the amount of people we see going on this list. So like st maybe stop going after types of players and start going after roster construction kind of is really my right. advice for now yeah all right well i'm gonna jump i'm gonna jump into this because uh well swags brought up todd Gurley, and the name of this person is at rusco so i figured it works for both sides of you oh players. nice um this is a dynasty draft day trade and that's all the information i really have about it but we have cd lamb on one side and you can get todd Gurley, gronk and the 511 on the other side I don't have full PPR. I don't have any of that. I don't. I. I, I don't know that it matters, but I guess we'll find out here. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a competing and non-competing trade. I'll take CD Lamb. That's fine. So that was just CD Lamb or Todd Gurley. It's CD Lamb or Todd Gurley, Gronk, and the five eleven. So yeah. Oh wait. Whoa. Wait. Startup five eleven. A dynasty draft day trade is what it says. So it, that's. That's got to be rookie five eleven. Yeah, especially because I, I can't imagine Gronk going. And yeah, okay, so yeah, no, yeah, I'll stick with my original answer. I'll say CD Lamb. Yeah, man, that's so tough for a girly guy, but I, I think you want that CD Lamb side this year. Yeah. Who scores more this year, Todd Gurley or CD Lamb? Oh, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley. But what about. And, and you both just said you want depth for this year, yet you what? just gave away two for one on a guy that's going to score even less than you won. Yeah, but I mean, value-wise, I still just think CD's worth more than that other side. That's really what it comes down to. That's all I could do right now is trade for value at this point. And I think CD Lamb's the safer dynasty play. Yeah, and especially for... like if, I mean, if you look at that side, giving up Gronk and the five eleven is what? It, okay, yeah, I got. You. I mean, the five eleven is just you know whatever. But yeah. like, yeah, Gronk and Gurley, like getting rid of the, them shows you're trying to shed age. And what are you going to do if you're trying to get rid of some age? You get a rookie, and mm -hmm. you get. I mean, he's at most people's wide receiver one. So, I mean, that makes sense. Where, where are you at, Two Drink? Mm, I kind of want to go the other way. And, and this is 70% CD Lamb. So, that's the part that uh, me putting on this kind of uh, was a little confusing, especially after you both just told me you want depth over How, how over long the are stud you going to have Gronk on your team? I don't know. Not I, on I your mean, team, you but just... how long is he going to be on in the NFL? What, what's your thought I mean, process the, there? I would say at least this year and next. I believe he's attached to Tom Brady. Um but you both just told me you want you want CD Lamb and then probably trade it. Yeah, but not everyone's trying to win this year, and you're acting like that's all we're thinking about. <sighs> okay, that's that's fair. If you're on a true rebuilder, then I guess CD is CD is the play. Um, even even now, and how we how we started this conversation out, I it's I find it very hard to go into rebuilder mode. Um, I'd rather go the opposite way and go all in on this year with everybody freaking out and wanting to wanting to do it the other way. Yeah, but if your uh, team is that bad, there's nothing you could do about it. I, I do know what you're saying too, too, Drink, because I've I've thought of that because I feel like if if there's a full season this year, mm -hmm. I feel like this could be a really good season to win a championship because so many people are in that like mm -hmm. detrimental like well, I'm just right. gonna kinda think about the future and rebuild. Whereas if you went at it like I'm gonna win this, like a normal season, and then you have that normal season, I think that you're gonna have like four to six teams that have that mentality in your league versus like the normal eight to 11, you know, cause you always have mm -hmm. those people that are kind of in rebuild, but 
Sure. I think this year you're going to have more people with the rebuild mindset to give you maybe an advantage to win it, depending on how your league's going to handle this. Yeah, I I agree there. Uh, that's that's just a hard one for me to. I like CeeDee Lamb a lot, but when I was looking at that, I was like, yeah, I will take those and, points and I mean, right now. Gurley's my guy. You know that, but man. Well, I, that's why this trade is here. You know that. <laughs> that that would be a, a tough one to hit my inbox. Like, I'd have to kind of uh, go away, take a shower, um, <laughs> find a few things to do. <laughs> Nothing like Swags thinking about Todd Gurley in the shower. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to move on. Uh, at Sammy D951, I have a PPR Superflex tight end premium, which, which says plus one. Um, I was going to say the emoji they used, but I have no idea what that second one is. So, mm-hmm. Allen Robinson, Ian Thomas, and a 2021 second. Or the other side, we're going to put Christian Kirk, Brian Edwards, and a 2021 first. Allen Robinson by himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay i kind of felt like you would go uh robinson's side there um i, I bet maybe to be fair but absolutely i mean he's yeah. he's the guy yeah he's one of the late round guys on everyone's minds mm-hmm. just because of what greg olson has always done and there was one or two games when ian thomas did actually show he can do that as well yeah but i think that was probably like the end what end, end of the of season two years ago yeah yeah so i i yeah, everything on that side I prefer. I mean, I do like Brian Edwards and Christian Kirk, but like, Matt twenty twenty one first. Now let's let's talk about that. Wasn't there a second on the other side? I mean, that's yeah. that pretty much hurts the value of that first a, a, a lot to me. Yeah, I, so I would easily, I would still easily where take they it. fall. Um, I probably still on the Allen Robinson side as well, but the man the twenty twenty one first like those are gonna. I think those will be very valuable come come draft time like you might get Allen robinson back with that i i don't know i have feelings about picks that uh we can get into later if you want to get through all of these trades first <laughs> i don't know it might I be another show about your I feel feelings like... <laughs> <laughs> nope hold it um russ you mentioned yeah that's not Damn you. russ you mentioned ian thomas and and then you both kind of said like you know when greg olson got out uh just to switch it for a second on you here greg olson in seattle like does that is that something this year? Is that something we need to worry about for any of the other pieces? Is that where you yeah. got there? Nah, I think the, Seattle never really uses the tight end. I, we want it to be a thing, you know, ever since Jimmy Graham showed up. It just it, <laughs> it doesn't. It it's not going to be a thing. It won't matter. Okay. No Will Disley love out there. I he does well. That makes me happy because I'm a Seattle fan. But I mean, I don't want him in fantasy. I just too inconsistent to can. To, to put in and feel good but, about and it. And especially now, you, you see the words. Hold on. You can see that Seattle realizes that their tight ends just get hurt. So they just grab like six. So I, I don't know if one Pulling would be a Chicago to be, here. Just yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, Greg Olson always gets hurt. Disley always gets hurt. Jacob Hollister is a body. Uh, Kobe Parkinson, I think, was the dude they drafted. That's another body. You're just Luke making up words now. I might be. Luke Wilson <laughs> is still there. I mean, it's just it's bodies. That's that's what their tight end position is. All right, that's fair. The uh, camel, not that I told you what the emojis were. Alan Robinson, Ian Thomas in the twenty twenty second is only sixty percent winning this one. So I don't I don't know if that's the first side like Swag said or some people really like Christian Kirk and Brian Edwards. It's not me. I don't know. All right. Did you guys see that uh, Ruggs is going to start out of the slot? I did see or, that. I mean, I, I is that surprising to anyone? I mean, they took him in the first. They're going to play him over 
I mean, unfortunately, Renfro, even though they play pretty much different positions, but he's their slot guy. Right. Okay. Well, just everybody was like, well, he's, you know, he's the nine route guy. He's going to run those fly patterns and Hunter Renfro is still going to be open underneath. Not if Ruggs is taking that position. Like you both tried to talk me into Ruggs last time Russ was here playing uh, Dr. Trade Love or whatever it was. (laughs) Moving on, jerks. Uh, At Monk Caffeinated, 12 team, super flex, full PPR, four point for touchdown, said he needs a quarterback. Because he has Russell Wilson, Dwayne Haskins, Jameis Winston, Jared Stidham, and Andy Dalton. Uh, yeah. 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 You kind of need one. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater. What are you guys willing to pay for Teddy Bridgewater? I'm not going to give you what this was. Not just yet. Um, you have to pay first, right? I mean, for yeah. a starting quarterback. I don't know if how. It's, if it's projected know. early first. A, uh, I, I wouldn't want to. About projected, by the way. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you don't play that get the game. Year, right? Yeah. <laughs> so just uh, random 2021 first. Would you give it for Teddy B? Uh, it would have to be a, I would have to be my second quarterback away because I don't really think Bridgewater is going to be the guy to win you weeks, but he'll definitely be that safe, not lose you weeks guy. Right. You can start him as your QB two in the super flex, but exactly. Yeah. You're not feeling better feeling great him about than it. Haskins or Stidham or Dalton or Winston, right? Like he does slide into your RB two there. Right. So as like long if, as the rest of your team is solid and contending, you're willing to pay the first. Right. Like if I was riding Winston last year, now I'm kind of screwed. I would, I would send my late first for you know for bridgewater but otherwise I, I don't know i don't see the upside in it uh i think there's a chance that carolina gets a top two pick in the draft in which case they're walking into fields or lawrence in which case teddy bridgewater's bye-bye again even though he got 60 million dollars in that contract oh yeah because the nfl money's real <laughs> right exactly thank you i just love that people use that in an argument i'm like just wait like that okay and I mean, that's even what I was going to say to drink, even like your feelings on Winston are, are better than my feelings on Winston. But I mean, let's go back to that worst case situation. Like you trade for Teddy and then in like three weeks, he's he's either got COVID or he's on IR. The season's canceled. They cancel a couple weeks, come back. Like by by the time you get there to 2021 are you just wishing that you had that 2021 pick over teddy bridgewater or and trying to kind of if they're if they're picking in the top three or four you will but but we don't know that so that's a tough one well you just said that i'm going off for your rules you just played by i didn't make them up what did i say i I said that's gonna be a top pick i thought you said if that maybe that was rest maybe i'm putting words in your mouth now just saying if they're not doing well like you're saying and they're, they're gonna be picking early well, I said um, that Carolina was going to be picking early. Right. Well, then if that's the case, then yeah, I would feel much better about having my 2021 first than, than I would Teddy B at that point. But okay. Yeah. yeah. But where I was going with this is now this season's done 2020. You like Winston a lot. If you stashed him, like, do you feel like maybe Winston or Dalton's in a better situation to be your quarterback at that point? And oh, sure. And sure. then you still have your first. Right. And yeah. you didn't pay up for. I have one share of Teddy Bridgewater, and if I if I were to trade him away, my only quarterbacks would be Joe Burrow and like Jacob Eason. Like I'd be pretty screwed at the position, but at the same time, I don't really want Teddy Bridgewater as my quarterback. So I that's, feel like that's on an orphan, right? Is that yeah, that, that yeah. I'm talk- so all right, I would, I would definitely trade that away. Right, especially if you're rebuilding on that orphan, you might as well take the first because. Only te- uh, Teddy's only job there on your team probably makes you a little better each week rather than worse. So right. do you want to pick five or do you want a chance at picking one or two? And not to Plus mention, we know to it. at this point, 
assuming, man, assuming all goes to plan, which, you know, nothing's going to plan. But still, at this point, I think we know maybe nine of the people that are going to be the top nine picks. Because it's going to be a lot harder to get those Clyde Edwards Hilaire's and Joe Burrows that jump all right, the way up yep, out of nowhere. I agree. Sure. But still, we have, I mean, let's go down the list. Fields, Lawrence, Trey Lance, Etienne, Chuba, mm-hmm. Najee Harris, Bateman, Chase, and Rondell Moore. I, and that's, that's a easy quick nine. Yeah. Yeah, without even really having to think about it. And I'm sure there's more that I, you know, I'm blanking on. Or there's definitely mm-hmm. some Debbie dude like screaming at his, uh, his phone right now saying, you're forgetting this guy, you're forgetting this guy. <laughs> But, you know, I haven't been listening to Debbie podcast because, man, I'm so freaking far behind on everything. But, I mean, like right away, that shows what the values of these first are because all of those guys are freaking great. Najee Harris is a little bit of a meh because he's like 37 already. But, <laughs> but like even still, then, okay, let's say eight out of a 12 round, most likely first mm-hmm. round. I mean, that's a pretty good chance that that pick that either you're going to trade away or one that you get will be those eight, one of those eight picks. In which case, you know you're getting a great person for your team. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know if they're good people in general, but a good player. How about that? Yeah. So uh, your guys' thoughts on Teddy B being the Carolina starter next year? I mean, give me a, an odds, chances, percentage, whatever that word is I'm looking for. 60%? Yeah, I, mean, I was going to say like 50-50, but I felt like that was almost a little hard on it. A little yeah. too noncommittal. <laughs> not even worth asking. <laughs> I mean, do we get to see Will Greer again this year? Probably not. I mean, unless it's a COVID thing. I'm saying yes, but that is personal personal bias coming way too much into play for myself, not for people listening. That made no sense. I'm moving on. Um, at Fantasy FF15, Superflex full PPR, Juju's on one side. We get Tannehill and James White on the other. It's very uninspiring on the other side. We yeah, I was again. hoping there was going to be a very good wide receiver coming back also. like that. I mean, man, I'm having such trouble moving Tannehill. I waiver wired him in one league and one of my teams that's bad and okay. even after he did what he did i can't get a first for him <laughs> wow. uh, okay but, uh, and, and i'm not saying that's his real value is struggling to get a first because you should absolutely get a first for him but yes. man to get I, I don't know if that's just someone who is just hating on juju real hard but man I, all that juju right there i'm assuming you're the same swags it was uh just juju and Tannehill. Tannehill and James, James, James so, yeah, Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm Juju there as well. So, Russ, you wanted a wide receiver on that other side to come back. So, um, I don't want to start at the top here. So, if we went, like, Tannehill and Mike Williams or Michael Gallup, I'll give you one of those two for the Juju side. Does that make <sighs> you feel better? At least you have a wide receiver maybe you can plug in? Yeah, I mean, that would make me a lot better, feel a lot better. I'm also – I think I'm, like, pretty much just on the Michael – Michael – Mike Williams uh, train now because I – I've always liked Mike Williams, hashtag Big Clemson wide receiver. Yes. Uh, but uh, he finally has a quarterback that will play into his game style. So regardless of if it's Tyrod or what the hell's his name, Herbert. So I, I, I am on the Mike Williams bandwagon. I think I want someone that's a little more proven just because we haven't seen Tannehill do it for more than one year, even though I think it's clear uh, he, uh, it's really clear true? that he's, yeah, he 4, did it. Yards in he did, I was about to years. say, I know he threw 4,000 yards in uh, Miami, but it was very differently. Uh, so, sure. so like, cause we know that Tennessee is still going to run the ball a lot more than they do anything else. So I think it's safe to say that we can't say with a hundred percent certainty that he, they can do that again. So I, that, that's what makes me iffy on Tannehill. So if I'm not getting the certainty in Tannehill, I want the certainty in a wide receiver. And that is kind of what makes me, eh, even though I'm on the Mike Williams train. So okay. 
I'm trying to think of someone else who's around like a six-ish round startup wide receiver. Um, I mean, sadly, A. Rob is kind of still going that late, but I don't think that's really going to yeah, work. Not gonna, in a tr- I'm not going to be that nice here. Uh, I'm not going to. That's not going to work in a trade. But like my Robert mind is gonna, Woods, who kind of gets shit on by a lot of people, but still gives you the production. That would make like, me feel good, especially. Yeah, uh, I, that would definitely make me think about it a lot more because I don't think the production this year between Juju and Woods will probably be all that different. Though you know, Juju is going to eternally be 20 years old, so like he's going right. to be lead forever. And Robert Woods is, I think, 28 already. And then you get a super flex quarterback that is efficient yeah. as hell. So okay, right. Swags is that the wide receiver? If we if we flip it from James White, can you can you get on board? Or are you staying Juju? Oh, I'm probably still gonna stay Juju there. I mean, that's like a trade that I mean, man, we just talked about Teddy, and I feel like I'd almost rather have Teddy than Tannehill. And I feel wow, like yeah, I was gonna ask that next. I feel like I, it would, I would be. Definitely not agree. I feel like it would be crazy to assume that I could get anything close to Juju for either of those quarterbacks. So yeah. I'm definitely going to take Juju, even if I'm not on board with him, and I'll try to move him or something. Juju yeah. wins this trade by a lot, but I yeah, I, I, I wanted to go to the you know discussion of what's the other piece need to be then to, to for us to get there. So, right. um, another one at B Scully one two one. One of my dudes from uh, my SFBX uh, Toy Story Group division hit me up, so I, I like this one, um, and you. Swags was already talking shit about Rogers, even though he said he loved Hogue in the beginning. So we'll see how that <laughs> continues. Um, but so uh, 12 team Superflex, we have Aaron Rodgers and two 2021 first. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and put the other part. So Aaron Rodgers, two 2021 firsts, and Jarvis Landry Whoa. for Drew Locke, Dobbins, and mm. two 2021 seconds. Wow. Wow. Right. Initially, I, the seconds and Landry were not part of this, but then it moved to be part of it. So I'm giving it to you all as one. Rogers, Landry, two 2021 firsts, or Locke, man. Dobbins, and two 2021 seconds. Um, I, I have a little context here if you need to know. Like quarterback-wise, we've got Brady, Stafford, Tua, Eason, and then Locke is currently on that team. So it'd be giving up some of his youth on a team that already has Stafford and Brady. So you're adding Rodgers into that mix that way. Um, running back wise, still has has a Gurley, has Cam Akers, has a Lev Bell, a couple other small ancillary pieces. Wide receiver wise, doesn't really need the help that Landry would give you once he comes back, anyways. But it's always a nice piece to have. It's a lot going on there. Wow, like I, I my brain cannot process this whatsoever. I mean, I don't. Why are you trading away such youth to get firsts back with old guys? When you already have youth. But yeah, that this trade is just hurting my brain conceptually. Value-wise, I think I take... I mean, I can't really call Drew Locke's necessarily safe, but his value is for at least another year or two. Do you guys I, like Rodgers or Locke? Like, just straight up right there. I'm still taking Rodgers. I think they're equal. I think I think their value is probably close enough for so me. So you're going to play those two are just, just on the age? Like, yeah, you, pretty you much. Like those, two, okay. I mean, those two are a swap, which is me saying it's Dobbins and two seconds for Landry and two firsts, and I guess maybe that makes sense. I, I mean, would I, I wouldn't give up Dobbins for Landry in a first. I don't think. Maybe just man, mm-hmm. Landry's I feel like I feel like that's kind of what this is. Is somebody is really going after Dobbins and Drew Locke. I feel like somebody really wants those players on their team, so they're right. willing to pay up a little bit with those two firsts, Landry and Rodgers. I mean, they, yeah. they've shown oh, yeah. that they're willing to pay up. 
um, man, I, I I don't know. I could write a narrative for either side of this. Those two firsts, though, going into next year, I mean. And those aren't yours, so uh, I'm assuming you already have yours, too, so now you got three firsts in next year? Yeah. If you like them, if you like those picks, Landry uh, is completely underappreciated. Yeah. Even I mean, you're going to have to be trade. okay with Landry and Rogers probably dying on your roster at this point. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I hear that, too. I, I'm gonna say, st- I think you know what I'm going to do? I'm, I'm going to give, yeah, gonna give my official answer and say I want the lock and Dobbins side. So you're going to keep. Yeah. yeah, I want the lock and Dobbins side. I, I get it, and I don't hate on it just because there's such big pieces moving around. Like those firsts are going to be awesome. And I mean, mm-hmm. Rodgers will score points this year. Landry will, even though nobody wants him to, apparently. So, but man, I just, Dobbins was my favorite running back coming in. I mm-hmm. think Drew Locke will at least be safe, even though he, you know, his style of play is like has the ability to be a game winner. But I don't know if he's as an NFL quarterback there yet. But the dude's got a cannon and a ton of weapons. So, like, there's a chance of him moving up in the, in value. But Landry and Rodgers are never going to go up in value, so I have to take that mm-hmm. other side. Because if Dobbins does what I think he yeah, can do, he'll be worth two I really want general, some Dobbins. So, I don't have any Dobbins yeah, I, shares. I, I'm, I'm talking myself more and more into the lock and Keeping, side. yeah. Uh, as as obviously the, the biggest Rodgers guy on this current podcast uh, talking right now, um, I'm, I'm definitely not as high on lock as, as most out there. I think the two 2021 first for Dobbins feels right especially if we don't believe it's going to, you know Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. He's worth at least that next year Um, with everything, especially that we started with. uh, I don't want to be trading my players away for picks because I want my depth. Now Mm -hmm. clearly I could take those two first. And if I need the depth and buy something else down the road, but if you guys, you know, like Dobbins that much, then you you know what I mean? Like you're just trading away to get the same player. Keep the guy that you like at that point. Um, I would like to add Landry to the squad. Looking at his wide receivers, it's not really needed, and that's a, a second half, you know, helping your team anyways. I, the team, to me, as I look at it, looks like a contender. I don't know that I blow that up to feel better about next year because he does have so many young pieces already. It's not He's not dealing with old pieces here, like you guys saying. We're trading away uh, a second year in Locke and a rookie in Dobbins to get two more first to what get Locke and Dobbins next year in the draft. You already have them. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you guys make this pick for me really quick. Um, do you want? Well, I'm gonna give you three. Not players. the running back, <laughs> Chris. <laughs> right? <laughs> Chris Herndon, Corey Davis, or Antonio Gandy Golden. Gandy Golden. Um, yeah, because Corey Davis is still gonna be there in the next round, and I don't want. Chris We're Herndon. in. This is um, in the fifteenth round. If that, I, I don't know how that. Of how many feel. rounds? I don't as know. Long, as long as there's probably. 16, then it's fine to just right, take right. Golden now. <laughs> yeah, I'd take AGG now because we've seen that they at least need a number two wide receiver to step up if somebody will remain on that team. And and the dude and in front of him who, yeah, the dude in front of him who was a little bit of a threat of body type wise being the same is now gone for the year. So yep. I, I think AGG is the way to go. And you feel the same way you like um, about Chris Herndon? You don't want him over because you, you didn't mention him. You only mentioned. I'm, I'm fine missing out on him. I, he with the suspension and the injury and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I still have all my Ryan Griffin shares. I expect to give me. Uh, all right. Gonna, do you have a tight end? Do you have a tight end, Swax? Yeah, I have. Uh, I have okay. Gatter. Yep. I have Gatter. I don't even need and to know I the name. I don't Eric need to Ebron. know. As long as there's one, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and now you got two. Yeah. yeah. Step. Yeah, so I, I I did what you guys said. 
So and that way, if it doesn't work out, it's our fault. He doesn't have to take the blame for it. I you like, got I, it. I know I, that game. It. I will. <laughs> it, I will actually. It will be. That will make or break this team. What you guys just decided. <laughs> That I, team I, is in I, trouble I, if Antonio Candy Golden is the I, reason you make it. I will it sleep not. just fine at night knowing that. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna blow up now, and we're we're taking credit the other side too. So. Oh, damn straight! I, I, I want a be, couple I wanna, shares of um, that's our fucking pick. Antonio, I'm getting, though, yeah, I'm so. considering myself part owner of this team now. Right. <laughs> Only if it does well. Only if it does well. I got to talk to Gabe first, but yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, I got one. I got one more trade here. Uh, at Diego Anthony three, that's how I'm saying that. Uh, Dynasty twelve team Superflex PPR. Here we go, C E H, because that's that's what we do. I'm gonna guess the other side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have two options here, so I'm, I'm I'm taking as this guy has two options to take. Okay, Mostert and Kenny Galladay, or okay. Darius Geis and Calvin Ridley. Wow, I didn't really think I'd be sticking with C E H. I mean, I just said Calvin Ridley. I know. I love both of those wide receivers. To be fair, but what you can, uh, what you should boy, be able Galladay's to get there for swags. Like I was like, this is made for this show. Well, I love. Yeah, I mean, I love. I, I don't want. But like, I don't want Mostert. Right. I mean, yeah, but like, there's such not good pieces with those receivers. Like, you should be getting Alvin Kamara for Ceh right now. Not yeah. What, what people and are doing with really Ceh right now is incredible. I, I think that. You could do better. Those are trades that I I probably would have expected to see two or three weeks ago when Damian exactly. Williams was still here. Yeah, which so, of course, because Damian Williams being in the way stops us from ranking someone at the one hundred and five. So I mean, as as much as I've kind <laughs> I of like thrown the hammer down all off season on kind of like screw value, but this is one where I'm going to say like that's not close to the value you should be getting for Ceh, and everybody knows I'm off of him more than most but at the same time like you could do way better some of the stuff i've seen on the twatterverse is incredible the moves that people are making for ceh so try some of that but i mean like let's think about it what would it take for clyde edwards hilaire to fall out of the first round next year for next offseason it will take such a trash year for him to fall because first of all we're gonna say oh well but damian williams will be back next year no matter At this point, oh, it doesn't matter. Damian Williams might as well be dead. It doesn't matter anymore. Right. He's, back. He's done now. Because uh, clearly, you know, oh, whatever. But regardless, <laughs> like, his value is so insulated right now that taking a low trade doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, he would really just have to be god-awful, which he's not a bad player, so it shouldn't happen. And he's on the best offense in the league. I don't even know if that's arguably anymore. But I mean, and he's attached to Mahomes versus, like, the two aging quarterbacks who I, I like, don't get me wrong, in Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford. But I mean, the, look at the quarterbacks they're attached to as well. Yeah, yeah I, I just think it's it's crazy to sell Edwards Hilaire at that low right now. But I do, you, I love both those wide receivers. Would you guys take Melvin Gordon and Michael Gallup for CEH and oh, no. No. Uh, John Brown? No. I was about to say you're even a, a no before you add anything. How about I'll give you CEH for Galladay and Ridley? <laughs> Nice. I like that one. I would. I think I would take the wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um. And and you said you said something interesting there, Russ. And I and I definitely heard you say that on the Dynasty Happy Hour, where we were worried about Damian Williams and and him leaving. Me and Ceh is the one hundred and five. I want to flip that uh, a little different in scenario with. So Shady signs in Tampa. 
and and we get a little freak out on Rojo and and Keyshawn Vaughn Truthers on the as on the Twatterverse as Swags <laughs> called it. Was that right? Yeah, I like Twatterverse. Classy. Um, does does that change your opinion at all on Rojo or Keyshawn Vaughn to YouTube? I mean, uh, words. LaShawn McCoy, and I tried to say LaShawn McCoy and Shady at the same time. LaMady yep. or something like that. I don't know what the hell was about to come out of my mouth. He kind of looked like Toast when he was, uh, whenever the hell he, the last time he played. He just. Wasn't it set up for him perfect in Kansas City and couldn't yeah. do it and left out in the Super Bowl to a rookie, right? Yeah. Like, he was healthy scratched at one point in that season. Yes. I, I'm. Super Bowl. Yeah. So I. He's depth. He's what. Yeah. He is what people should be doing. I mean, Devontae Freeman is going to be signed soon. I mean, man, C.J. Anderson's going to come back off the street and win someone a fantasy championship. Like, all of these running backs. Like, I mean, Jeremy Hill was signed for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think that's just what we're going to be seeing. They need bodies. They need depth. And it just makes more sense to have guys who have played the game before. So, and, and not you two in particular, but uh, there was a lot of talk on Miles Sanders not – or, or needing to worry about Miles Sanders and having a back come in there. And then it was like, well, Shady's going to come back to Philly. We we cared nothing about it to Rojo and Vaughn, but we were going to worry about it with Miles Sanders? Or well, you're telling me more... I now have to worry about Devontae Freeman? Get the fuck out of here. Well, I think that's more just the coaching than it is the actual player itself, because I don't think it matters who the other player is. I think Doug Peterson just likes putting more than one running back out on the field. And Shady but... never landed back in Philly. Yeah, but I mean, there. No, I, I, know, I would so, easily so, see Philly signing Devontae. I mean, Freeman well, right I guess so what if I'm Shady saying. Lands in Philly, then you take away from Miles Sanders. But he lands in Tampa, and we don't take anything from Rojo and Vaughn. Come on. I mean, no, I think that's coaching. I, I, I think, think that, Arians is more willing to put one guy on the field, and that's fine. But no uh, matter where we anybody know signs at this point, it that's all the news we have, and it's it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna good. hypothetically take away from something. I mean, if he would have landed in Philly, like. There would have obviously been noise, you know. There was a quick amount of noise in when he signed with the Bucks until Arians came out. So, I don't know. I think that that's just going to be. Uh, I think we said early on with COVID that it was going to be one of the worst seasons for like beat writers and coach talk sure. and some of that stuff that we have to watch out for. So, uh, kind of like know. Deuce Staley, running back coach for the Eagles, coming out and saying that Sanders is going to be the, the guy. guy. And Arian's coming out and saying that Rojo's the guy, even though he'll bench him for missing a block, uh, blitz pickup. I mean, yeah. it's... Well, and, and you even look at the split that he had with Barber last year when he should have been the guy and it wasn't that great. I mean, even, I mean, towards the end of the season uh, name, Rojo like, started to get more, and he did decently with some of his touches. So I, I, I'm kind of just staying away from that backfield is really what it comes down to. Unless I get someone crazy cheap, which I don't think you can anymore because... The Vaughn hype, while it did die down, he's still, you're not going to get him for less than a first, probably, value-wise. Mm-hmm. And Rojo, I mean, there's p- the stories of people being impressed with his calves, and I think he threw a shirtless picture out, which means he's already worth two firsts. So <laughs> I, 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 I'm kind of just staying away from that backfield. I mean, unless give me some uh, Dare Agumbawale for the third or something, and I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of the same. I have some leftover Ronald Jones shares that I... I don't know, maybe I should try to sell right now, but I feel like I kind of need a running back on that team. Maybe, Man, maybe we get caught up in that too much. Like, I'm trying to meet my needs, but what if Ronald uh, Jones doesn't meet my specifications for what qualifies as the needs that I need, and now is a great opportunity to move him? Yeah, we're still a few weeks away from needs and stuff like that. So I think if you can get value for it, get value, and then worry about 
acquiring another running back when we actually know there's going to be a season on time. Yeah. Back to that trade, CEH won 52%. Do you guys want to take a guess, or which side do you want? Most certain Galladay or Geis and Calvin Ridley, if we just put those two up against each other? I want Geis and Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I'd take the Geis and Ridley side, too. It's a running back that I'm still trying to acquire. So So Mostert and Galladay were second at 33%, and Geis and Ridley only down at 15%. I get that, but I'm wrong. That's people like me who are just out on guys. I mean, guys has probably still done more than Moster did by the time he was 22 in the NFL, right? Uh, probably, right? I'm not looking that up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's an allure of Galladay being a top five, top ten wide receiver. I don't necessarily think that's really there for Ridley, and I'm at least for until Julio's gone, and I'm completely fine with that because I mean, give me wide receiver 13 every single year, and I'm completely okay with that. Uh, but I think that's probably what launches Galladay ahead is that allure of having a real stud wide receiver and a dude in Mostert that if he does lead the Niners in touches just this year, he'll be worth it. And yeah, like you said, people could just be done with guys, which I think is silly because man, in, if, in two thousand, if he could just be healthy in 2015, which was Mostert's yes. rookie year, he played for Baltimore, Cleveland and Miami, and he did not take the field <laughs> one time. That was his rookie year. In 2016, he played for Chicago. He played for Chicago and San Francisco. He had one attempt for San Francisco. How'd it go? Six yards. Ooh, six six yards average. It was his uh, YPC. Suck it. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) quite a decent average that year. So his (laughs) (laughs) true story. (laughs) So so his first. Two seasons in the NFL, he played for four different teams and touched the ball one time. So, Geis was better. <laughs> just That's, barely. Just to sum it up but for everybody. My, my, my point better. is, my point is, even to like <laughs> to you two drink, like just because you're here. Uh, but uh, we can't give up on players this quick. Like, look at your like. This is an actual conversation that we're having. Raheem Mostert or Geis. And, and it, I mean, Mostert's best year was last year in 2019, and he only had 772 yards. I, I think that that is What's the Geis's floor total? for Geis. Well, I'd have to look Thank it up. You. But, no, it you, you win a totally different direction. Like, you're talking about his total versus. I don't want Mostert either. You know that. But, it, okay, his third year, Mostert's third year, he had six attempts for 30 yards. That was his third year in the NFL. Still pretty close to that six YPC, just saying. Five. <laughs> yep. Mass. Yeah. <laughs> Geist is in at five uh, YPC, I bet. And however many attempts he had, true or not. I, I think he's actually close because he didn't have that many attempts, but I know that they were super efficient. No, um, I'm just having with you. Yeah, but I, I blame Washington for – Pun intended, fumbling the handling of Geis's injuries more than. But he's Geis still himself. there. I mean, D- it's Darius not like he's Geis. on another team like Mostert and, and played the uh, you know the state sticker game on the back of the RV. In, in 2019, like, last year, Geis's second year, he had um, 42 attempts for 245 yards and averaged 5.8. His second not year, not the six. That's less than six. <laughs> no, you said yeah. five. You said, <laughs> I was trying to beat five, dude. I know, but I'm using that I hey, he's technically my, correct, which story. is the best kind of correct. <laughs> so, I, I mean, my okay. point more like not not even trying to debate, but I mean, kind of we people gave up on Mostert 
long ago. He just now like we kind of became relevant into sentences in fantasy talk, True. you know. So it, it's not out of the. I mean, look what happened with Damian Williams and I was about to say so did Damian Williams, and now yeah. he was in the way of Clyde Edwards-Helaire being the one hundred and five. So I mean, I'm definitely not giving up on Geis. I, I know we feel different about it, but Geis is. It's not. I mean, maybe I said giving up. I. I'm not willing to pay for what guys could be. And that could still be a lot. Yeah, but you don't have to pay I, I that, that. I still do. It's still more than I want to. But like, would you give up a, you're you're willing to pay for yeah, what Clyde Edwards-Alaire might be? Oh, God, no. I mean, I'll take Clyde Edwards-Alaire over guys this season, next season, me whatever too, season me combined. Me too, you but you said, you're guys, not, so. you said you're not willing to pay for something that somebody might be. I don't have any be. Clyde Edwards-Alaire either. Yeah. No. Would you I, give I up the value of a twenty-one second and third for Darius Geis? Yeah, I would. A absolutely. second and third, sure. You're not going to have to give I, up a first I, for most Darius Geis shares, unless like the true believer has him. Brian I'm going to put Hodder. out a second and a third to every league I have out there, and I bet I get laughed at. But and, yeah, you, that's probably because it's the Geis person that still has them. Yeah, it's the I, one truth in your league still holding it. Yeah, I, I think that. that I'd probably turn it down for sure. Well, I meant value-wise. Like, maybe one of them does need to be a player that will produce. Like, because I think that's if you're going to trade away Geis, you're going to want to trade for someone you know is going to give you points. So, whatever player you know is going to give yeah. you points, that's worth a second, add a third to that, and see. How there, there is a world that Geis is absolutely worth more than a first next year. Yes, easily. Agreed. So I, I don't like even know if I would smash and... accept if you sent me a first. See, there it is. It's too fucking long on Geis. We're moving on because this show is over. <laughs> It's over. Damn you. Well, not technically, because every breakdown ends with two-minute breakdown to Russ. And Yay. I, well, I mean, not every show ends with a two-minute breakdown to Russ. This one no, does. No, now Russ it will. I miss <laughs> Russ. Russ is just coming on the end of every <laughs> show just yeah. to do two-minute breakdown. We kick the other guest off. <laughs> Sorry, <Russ>. guest. <laughs> I like this plan. I'm not against it. <laughs> That's right. what happens when you start giving up ownership pieces. Right. <laughs> If somehow this is the first time listening, this is two-minute breakdown, this is 12 random-ass questions Swags and myself have put together for the guest, Mr. Russ Fisher. Um, there's a couple fantasy questions in here, so be ready. Boring. Okay. Instant <laughs> reaction. Are you ready? As I'll ever be. Swags? I'm, I'm Let's hear that sexy voice. Ready. Let's hear it. All right. Uh, about Swags. What's your favorite Nine Inch Nails song? Time. Yep, starting hard. Wow. All right. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go uh, off broken. Either happiness and slavery or wish. I'm not sure. More receiving yards in 2020. Terry McLaurin or Christian McCaffrey? I hope it's McLaurin. (laughs) More points in 2020. Austin Hooper or Dallas Goddard? Hooper. Mitch or Foles? Mitch. Who is the only quarterback to have 30-plus touchdowns in each of the last three seasons? Russell Wilson. Oh, boy. A player you're trying to add to all of your dynasty teams? Calvin Ridley, Allen Robinson, or Tyler Boyd, because you already have them teams, on teams anyway. Put them on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> Who, DK, nope. DK Metcalf. How about that? That's also a homer pick. Doesn't count. Who trademarked <laughs> the phrase, it's on like Donkey Kong in 2010? Is that it's literally Stifler? trademarked. Oh, man. Oh, it literally got trademarked? I know Stifler said it in a movie. I don't know. It's literally it trademarked in 2010. Oh, was it me? Because otherwise, fuck those guys. Nintendo did it. I guess that makes sense. Who will win Rookie of the Year? Oh, uh, I Burrow, probably. What kind of room 
has no windows or doors. I don't know. Mushroom. Mushroom. Yeah. Mushroom. I, I was trying to think of the. I was trying to think of the pun. You've never but seen the Smurfs, apparently. More. Yeah. <laughs> fair. More yards from scrimmage in 2020. Todd Gurley or Miles Sanders? Uh, Miles Sanders. What's the difference between a clitoris and a Bud Light? I want something to do with a clitoris. A clit only tastes like piss for a few seconds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Last question. Are you unlimited? Oh, my God. I, I'm going to make a video uh, of that, of me walking yes! around like my, my alter ego. <laughs> hey, Russell, who's your inspiration? <laughs> I was going to do it yesterday. I was just having a shitty day, but I'm absolutely oh. going to just walk around my house like word for word. But instead of Mr. Unlimited, I'm going to say Dynasty Outhouse. Oh, you should! I am here for that. I content, look forward to that. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, I every everyone into every group chat. I'm like, is there a lamer person in the NFL than Russell Wilson? Oh my god, he's my quarterback. But holy shit, <laughs> that just happened. That was so bad. <laughs> to drink. What was the first 2020 question? Is getting everybody. <laughs> what was the first question? Uh, favorite nine inch nails. Oh nails. no, second oh, one. I'm sorry. Uh, man, you're putting me on the spot here because that's not the how players. Oh, uh, more more receiving yards in 2020. Terry McLaurin or Christian McCaffrey? Yeah, that's not a bad. Is that something you thought of or somebody asked or because that I, that's I, not a bad I question. That like head. that, I don't yeah. know. That's I think it's close. Crazy to think that 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 could actually be pretty close. Yep, for sure. All right, uh, Russ, tell everybody where they can find you. Let's get the fuck out. Uh, Dynasty Outhouse on Twitter. I am on the Trade Addicts podcast, uh, the which is on the DAP network. Shout out the Split Take Show, which is on the DFPN network, the best and only network in town, and Dynasty Game Night, which is a member of the DLF podcast uh, family. All members of the Open Bar podcast family, anyway. So it doesn't really matter. <laughs> we are all Open Bar. Got it. Yep, we are. We are. Uh, screw you, Penn State. Hashtag We are Open Bar. We are Even Open rhymes. Bar. I like it. That's perfect. Screw you, Har. Yeah, I was about to say sorry, Har. I really didn't mean it. I'm so sorry. I, oh my god. I'm <laughs> nope, too late. That for a while. That's, I'm gonna... that's even what we're calling the name of the show now. Screw ah, you, god Har. damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Find us at, at Swagzilla0G, at fl 2 minimum and at FF underscore breakdown. Thanks again, Russ. Any gosh Mr. Darn Unlimited. Time. Unlimited. <laughs> Dynasty Outhouse. The two Russes. Right? Look for that video. Man, now I actually have to do it that I said those words out loud. Oh, yeah. Coming to the Twatterverse soon. Twatterverse. Yeah. I mean, you got to spin around the room a little and everything, dude. Yeah, no, I'll be walking around the house while I do it for yeah. sure. <laughs> My house isn't as nice as his, though. Can we, can we get your kids to ask the questions? I was thinking about it, but they probably would not communicate. Like, they would not cooperate. So I'm probably just going like, to cover my mouth and say it in the girl's voice. Who's your inspiration, Russell? Oh, Dynasty Outhouse.